All right, everybody, I'm Logan Alec. I'm a CPA, and it is April 14th. How many of you have received your stimulus payment this week? Today is, of course, another official payment date. Please let me know in the comments. I also have a new poll in the community to have my channel asking all whether you've received your third stimulus payment yet. I haven't seen a press release from the IRS today on this particular batch. Maybe that will come later today or later this week. So let's get into the news today. The Senate and the House are finally both back in session following the recent congressional recess. They'll start work on the infrastructure bill over the next few weeks. But one of the first things that the Senate will be voting on is a bill called the COVID-19 Hate Crimes Act, which was introduced by Maisie Hirono in the Senate, along with Grace Mang in the House. So this bill would direct the Department of Justice to appoint someone to expedite the review of hate crimes pertaining to COVID-19. It would establish online reporting systems for hate crimes in multiple languages. It would call for new guidance and public education to raise awareness, etc. This bill has already been co-sponsored by 55 representatives and 15 Senate Democrats, but early reporting indicates that Republicans aren't sure whether they want to allow debate or open the first filibuster of the Biden administration on this particular piece of legislation. Obviously, this legislation addresses an issue many people see as urgent. Schumer and other Senate Democrats have talked about the need to put pressure on Republicans to come to the table on this issue, and Hirono herself said that she doesn't think it was likely to pass because she said anything that Democrats are putting forward as important, the Republicans tend to not support. Ultimately, this looks like a win-win for Schumer and Democrats generally. Either they get some real legislation through regular order in the Senate, or they get the Republicans to go on record and filibuster a bill that would fight hate crime. So that's going to be a common thread throughout the Biden administration, at least for now, when the Senate has such a narrow split. They don't want to have to use reconciliation for every single bill, nor can they, quite frankly. But at the same time, they don't want to give Republicans the power to shut down the entire Democratic agenda. Majority Whip Dick Durbin said, who can't say that hate crimes against Asian Americans and others are reprehensible? And I expect to see the Democrats leverage a lot of these bills that are tough to oppose, trying to put that political pressure on Republicans to set aside the filibuster or at least use it less frequently. Now, you might be wondering why anyone would actually oppose anti-hate crime legislation. Of course, Chuck Schumer is going to say that it's because Republicans are just trying to obstruct or play politics. There's obviously some truth in that, right? For example, Republican Senator John Cornyn said this is just a messaging vote. Well, sure, there are political considerations at play here. There's also uh, a serious problem, and the legislation would offer some basic solutions to that problem. On the other hand, there are some concerns even within the Democratic caucus about the path this bill is taking through the Senate. It's going straight to a vote rather than going through the committee process. Democratic Senator and former vice presidential candidate Tim Kaine said it's not a BS topic, and he used the actual word instead of BS. I'm not going to say that word because this is a uh, family-friendly channel. Uh, he said uh, it's a really serious topic. Why wouldn't we have a committee hearing and have witnesses to talk about the trauma this is visiting upon Asian Americans because there's a real fear out there. Why wouldn't we do that? Have a markup in committee. We control the committee. So there are concerns uh, that this piece of legislation is just being put up for a vote, maybe for political purposes, when it should have gone through the traditional uh, committee and revision route. Republican Senator Susan Collins also mentioned that the bill only covers expedited review for hate crimes that are explicitly connected to COVID-19 in some way. Let me read you that part of the text. 
The term COVID-19 hate crime means a crime of violence that is motivated by the actual or perceived race, ethnicity, age, color, religion, national origin, sexual orientation, gender, gender identity, or disability of any person, and the actual or perceived relationship to the spread of COVID-19 of any person because of the characteristic described in A. Personally, I think Tim Kaine and Susan Collins are kind of on to something here. Uh, that B provision is a little bit counterintuitive. If the expedited review only applies to incidents that specifically involve references to COVID-19, they're going to miss a lot of hate crimes, right? Even a lot of you know anti-Asian hate crimes. So again, this is a serious issue. The COVID-19 Hate Crimes Act uh, is a, a pretty decent piece of legislation other than some of those details there. But this is obviously also a highly political vote with Democrats trying to get on the popular side of a wedge issue and Senate Republicans working out how they want to use the filibuster. So this is going to set up one of the first real legislative battles of the new session. It's hard to say how the COVID-19 Hate Crimes Act will be considered in the Senate, but ultimately I expect it to be passed in some form. I don't think filibustering anti-hate crime legislation is the hill that Republicans want to die defending. Of course, infrastructure is still moving in the background. The White House has placed calls to 99 representatives and 40 senators, including members of both parties. So even if nothing appears to be happening, they're working on it behind the scenes. And Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg and other members of the administration will continue to promote the infrastructure package by making the rounds on CNN, Meet the Press, Fox News, etc. As always, I want to thank everyone for watching to the end. I really do appreciate your support, and I will see you next time. Bye-bye.